All right, welcome to another episode of the Noble Podcast. Today, Nick and I are going to talk about some of our favorite tools, and today we're going to focus specifically on email, how we manage our email inbox, or how we don't sometimes, yeah, yeah. and some of our favorite tools for doing that. And what kicked off this conversation was yesterday, or no, a couple days ago, I needed to send out an email to my team of founders and their spouses to do a financial update. And I thought, okay, I'll just, I do this every month, so rather than just typing in six different email addresses, why don't I create a group and send it to that? So I created my group in my contacts, and I went to Inbox, which is a Gmail Google tool that I use pretty much exclusively for my email. Yep. And I tried to send an email to this group. It would not let me send an email to this group. Mm Mm-hmm. What in the heck is going on? Why can't I send <laughs> yeah. to this group? So I did some Google stuff, and there really was, I mean, there was like some little workarounds and and plugins and different things for, um, like, I don't want a plugin to send an email to a group. So yeah. I thought, oh, I'm just going to go back to using regular Gmail, even though before Gmail didn't have a snooze function. It didn't have some of these other things that Inbox had that I really mm-hmm. like. So opened up Chrome, logged into Gmail. First of all, I noticed they've done a big UI refresh on it. So uh, for me, Google has always been really good with their branding and their material design and and the different things that they do with that I've always been impressed with. And um, Gmail has a whole new look to it from before. What have have been your thoughts on that side of it? So I've been using the Inbox product on my phone, the, the app on my phone, and specifically they have some different features built in where you can snooze an email and then have it show back up in your inbox, or you you know you can pick a time, so you could say, you know, if you're if you're just getting ready to sit down at a meeting and it's you know your meeting's going to go from ten to noon, you can say send me the email at noon, and so you can put it right you know if you get a ton of emails, you can put it right back up to the top of your inbox, mm-hmm. uh, or you can kind of pin it to the top, star it, do all sorts of things. Well then, I was in, G- I just kind of went on Gmail randomly a couple days ago and I noticed that um, my snooze, my, my snoozes and my delays were automatically going over to Gmail uh, from inbox and it looks like they'd built more of those features right into Gmail. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty powerful, I tend to, I tend to, uh, Certain people, you know, we can talk a little bit about different email philosophies. Some people, the philosophy of inbox zero, where they, you know, they get their inbox down to zero, so there's nothing in it. I am the exact opposite of that. <laughs> I, let's see if I can pull up my phone here and see how many things are in my inbox. Um, it doesn't say, but it's tens of thousands of emails. And I just use it as kind of the, the search feature in Gmail is just so good to to find stuff that, and it'll also find stuff if you have it stored in folders, but I remember using Outlook and operating with the philosophy of inbox zero, and so I'd put stuff in folders when the search feature wasn't so powerful. Oh man, I'd, I'd lose things all the time because what folder did I put it in? So anyway, just the, the power of search is amazing. And you know, for me, one thing that I've found, there's a number of tools that automate follow-up. And so, you know, if I send you an email and I have a feeling that you're busy, mm-hmm. like maybe you're on the road, 
I can automatically set a follow-up that, hey, Peter, uh, just want to touch base on this. I know you're busy. So if you don't respond to me within a day or two, it'll automatically send you that follow-up. But if you respond to me, it cancels the follow-up. Uh, there's a number of tools out there that will do that. That one tool alone, um, automating that follow-up process is probably my favorite, mm. probably my favorite tool that I found in the last year. And what tool are you using for that part of it? It's called Follow-Up CC, and it also you can set different reminders and things. Um, it's a Gmail plugin, so it's just a, it also shows email open, so you can see who opened your email how many times it was opened. Uh, that's been a, uh, a really powerful tool for me. How, how do you handle email? Are you a inbox zero <clears throat> person or a inbox everything like me? So a few years ago, probably like six years ago now, I read the book Getting Things Done. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was working for uh, a group within Cargill doing uh, technical support, product implementation, and a lot of different things with that with a team of 15 people that were all remote. Yep. So I got a lot of email, like hundreds of emails every day, like yep. at least 200 emails probably on average every single day that I had to deal with. Wow. And so for me, uh, I, I once I read that book, it completely changed my line of thinking. Yeah. Before my email inbox was this huge glob of like 10 billion different things and it was all just kind of there. Once I read that, it completely changed it to where I'm trying to get back to inbox zero. When you said you had tens of thousands in your inbox, I actually just looked. In mine, I have 63 right now. Okay. And I'm trying to get that down to zero. Sure. Now, I don't delete anything. I archive it or I put it in, put labels on it with, with yep. Gmail. But having that philosophy of as soon as you get something in, yep. you, you look at, you know, number one, is it something, do I need to do anything sure. with this? And if I do, can I can I do it right now? Like within five seconds, or is it something that is part of a project that I need to schedule time for? Mm -hmm. So there's this whole workflow you can go through to really quickly decide what to do with these things. And then once you've made that decision to put it in that bucket, your mind stops thinking about it. Whereas if it just kind of sits there yeah. as kind of a loose, loose thing, then there's part of your mind that's consuming mental energy worrying about like, what are you sure. gonna do? with that. So my goal is to get back to inbox zero. I'm 63 emails away yeah. <laughs> from from doing that. Um, so that's really that's really the base of it. I've started playing around with labels again. I've got one now called accounting where I'm just going to set up rules for anything that comes in like a recurring receipt from some some subscriptions that we have or things like that that it goes into that label and then I sure. can deal with it or down the road if I you know do hire someone part-time to do books and that kind of stuff then either there'd be an alias for them to go check that or something to just kind of like here's this bucket of of things and also with with projects so that's my can, main main philosophy uh, can for, you set up rules in gmail mm -hmm. okay yeah you can set up rules and filters so you know stuff that comes in from this domain or this person, you know, remove it from your inbox and apply this label sure. to it. But I really love, I mean, some of this new stuff in in Gmail, they're also, they're, it's, it seems like there's a tighter integration to that from inbox and some of the features there. Like right now in my inbox in Gmail that I have open, 
it shows things that were snoozed but have come back up. Yeah. Or here's one. Uh, here, you sent this email five days ago. Would you like to follow up? Yeah. And so I could do that. Um, or I could I could snooze it again. So I earlier like the you know some of those changes and bringing those things in. I just went to look at your um, that follow up that CC. I'd use a tool called Yesware. Sure. In the past for keeping track of who opened emails, yeah. and then there were some things you could do with you know creating templates and different things with it. So I don't yeah. want to I don't want to kind of compare those two, but just that idea of having an automatic follow up and things just mm -hmm. to nudge people along can be can be really helpful but yeah I'm, I'm in I'm an in, inbox zero wannabe guy right now yep. <laughs> I think I might try to get back there I've tried it twice failed both times but I do think you know there's a there's a hard to quantify hard to really understand benefit of just the you know having removing the cognitive load of having stuff in your inbox so you know, a lot of people that you know, if there's farmers listening to this, you know, email might not be kind of their just, you know, their go-to, you know, something they look at 50 times a day like you or I might. Right. Um, but kind of building on top of what you said on the, the getting things done, getting things done is a book by David Allen, I think. Is that? I think that's the name. Yeah. yeah. So getting things done is a book on how to prioritize things, be more productive. So you want to talk about. If you get an email that can be, you can reply to it in five seconds, you reply to it, archive it, you're done. What if it's more like a 15 minute task? What do you do with it then? Um, getting things done talks about, if I remember it, having different to-do lists that you put things on, is that correct? Yeah, you can you can put it on a to-do list or what I would do is schedule time. Okay. Just right away, say, I need to deal with this I'm going to put 15 minutes on my calendar or something to to do it. And I actually I have um, a whole list of like little little articles and flowcharts and stuff from getting things done that I've I've held on to. I've had it since 2010, and sure. I revisit it from time to time. So number one, I'm going to share it with you so you can look at it. It's yep. probably a good time for me to <laughs> yep. to revisit that too. It's it's got that whole. It's kind of a nice little little summary of of the of the process. Sure. On how to on how to go, on how to go through it. So yeah, if it's actionable, you either do it, delegate it, or defer it, right? And so if you're going to defer it, you're going to add it to a to-do list or to your calendar or a next action list, or you're going to add it to a project piece. If if you're going to delegate it, then you know there's just different ways to. You're going to either archive it, you're going to trash it, or you know the different things with that but as soon as you get it in you make you kind of immediately know what you're gonna do sure with it so you just kind of act on that and have rules to <laughs> yeah to do it which for me is really helpful because you know just in the past couple weeks there's been a few emails that I've been meaning to respond to but I didn't put it in a bucket mm -hmm. and then I notice from time to time it pops in my mind oh you need to do something about that and that'll happen like three or four times in a day oh, okay until I finally like sure deal with it <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's awesome so um, I'm looking for other tools that I can integrate more in into Gmail I want to get a more robust CRM system going but I want it to tie into Gmail more closely so I was curious about the one that you were using using there and I'm interested in this follow-up tool just to see what I can do with with that piece of it too but it's it's funny how 
that email kind of for me kind of becomes the heartbeat of what I do and yep. a big factor I have in whether or not I'm going to use another tool is how well does it integrate into yep. into Gmail because that's really important yep. for me. Yep. So yeah, it it is. I was kind of sad to hear the news of Google killing the inbox product because I really love some of the features, but you know now that it looks like they're going to try to get Gmail to feature parity with inbox. Like yeah, I have no you know no sadness about them killing that product, given that Gmail has so many integrations. Mm-hmm. You know if you're you know, if you are a con you know a CRM uh, email t- tool like Gmail, it just is a is a must have yeah. integration. Well, it almost seems like Inbox was kind of a testing ground for some new features. Sure. For them, um, like I don't that Allo messaging service. Do they still? Use that or do anything with that. That was kind know. of their attempt at a at a messaging oh sure platform. And I was actually just talking with Ryan Raguse from Myriad Mobile last night about how him and I used to have the Allo Messenger on our phone, and we would have conversations where we would just let the AI do the response, and we would just kind of keep responding that way, and just kind of not even just keep hitting the response, and kind of oh, see geez. and kind of see where it would go. Yeah. And then every once in a every once in a while, it would get stuck. In a loop, and we'd have to say say something else. But evident, he mentioned that they've integrated that into Gmail now. And I noticed that when I was typing emails, like I'd get two words into a sentence, and it would start to kind of have a gray. Have you seen this yet? Uh-huh. It'll have like this gray. Oh yeah, uh, yeah suggested yeah, completion of yeah. not only the word but the whole sentence. Yeah, it's and good. most times it's like what I was going to say. Yeah, you just hit tab. Yeah. <laughs> To yeah, finish you, yeah it. you hit tab and it automatically finishes the sentence. So when you, when you talk about just letting, just using the auto suggestion from that messaging platform, I don't know why, but it makes me think of, I think it was Microsoft that turned on a complete AI-driven chat bot. Yeah. I don't know a, a Twitter bot. Yeah. And to have conversations. People, with people turned it into this racist. Yeah, and then immediately thing. turned into like a racist, hateful chatbot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're still they're still playing around with that stuff to make it right. But I mean, they're getting it's getting better and better. I know with Siri on the iPhone, there's a lot of stuff with that that's really good too. Now, like I'll be typing a text message and saying, "You can call me at," and then an autocomplete will show up to say my home, sure, phone number. Yep. And I just hit the button. Yeah. Or meet me at work. The address is. And it'll. Yep. And I haven't quite figured out like all the different ways. I just kind of noticed like, oh, yeah, that's yep. exactly what I wanted yep. to say right now. And so. <laughs> do you use a to, Do you use a to do list app? Uh, you know, I've been playing around with a few things right now. I'm I'm using Trello a little bit, but honestly, right now my ultimate to do list app is my little. 14 inch by 14 inch whiteboard in my sure. office yeah and I go in there at the beginning of the week and kind of write out here's like the main things that I want to do yep this week and kind of roughly the days that I want to get it done and mm-hmm. just cross them off uh, the other thing that some, some people who I really respect um, they use things the to do to do app called things mm-hmm. which is native it's native to Mac but I've heard that is a really powerful, um, just really clean and, and easy to use. I'll have to check that out because I've tried using other things and it ends up getting you have all these little projects and it gets really complicated. <clears throat> I've used Nosby sure. before in the past, but it ends up becoming just so overblown that I 
lose track of everything that's in it yeah. and then I don't do anything yeah. with it. So for me, on the Mac, I use my notes and reminders as just kind of, it's kind of like a dumping ground sure. for things. And then I'll look at that at the beginning of the week, write down the things on there that I want to get done on my on my whiteboard yeah. and then keep track of it. <laughs> yeah. There, the other thing that I use, there's an app called Habit List. Sure. And that lets me, it keeps track of streaks. Yeah. And so I read a book called Deep Work by Cal Newport a couple of years ago, and he talks about just, you know, A, number one, have a 